0: This podcast is sponsored by Vicon, the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products and services for the life sciences, entertainment, and engineering industries. Vicon provides cutting-edge hardware and software with industry-leading accuracy. Shogun, Vicon's visual effects software, developed specifically for the VFX community, captures performances effortlessly in real-time and delivers robust, accurate, reliable data. Find out more at www.vicon.com. Hi, my name is Victoria Atkin, and you're listening to the Performance Capture Podcast. I am really very, very excited. I have a fellow Englishwoman on the line today, um, all the way from London, and her name is Jessica Jeffries, and she is a phenomenal lady, a fantastic actress who has now moved into casting for Performance Capture. So I'm going to pass straight over to Jessica and get her to explain who she is, where she's from, what she does, and her experience in Performance Capture. Hi, Jessica. Hello. (laughs) How are you doing today?
1: Good. How
0: are you? I'm very well. Very good. Good. Um, So the question I always ask everybody when we start this is your name, where you grew up and your professional title, which is always kind of vague in performance capture, but give it a go.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, yeah, I'm Jessica Jeffries. I grew up in the UK. I grew up mainly just outside of London in Essex. I went to drama school uh, in Essex as well, East 15 acting school. Um, And I now work as a casting director and shoot coordinator for performance capture. Fantastic. And uh, how would you best describe what performance
0: capture is? I mean, most people are really, oh, my goodness, what is that? What does that even mean? What is mocap? What is PCAP? What is all these things? So how would you best describe what
1: performance capture is? Performance capture is playtime. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's the best job in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's pure play, it's pure imagination, and it's pure performance without any of the restrictions of set, lighting, um, costume, any of that. So it takes you back to the bare bones and your absolute roots of being an actor. Um, and that's that's what performance capture is to me.
0: Fantastic! I love that. Yeah, it is the it is such a. We were talking about this, Elias, and and I were talking how how fun it is to play, and the environment can be anything that you imagine. It's um, it doesn't have to be the same as somebody else, and there's no continuity of what the set looks like and yeah. your costume. It's it's great. My favorite
1: bit of doing a play was always the rehearsals Uh and for me performance capture feels like being in an endless rehearsal room yeah because it's all imagination experimentation um collaboration and trust in in the whole production team so Mm -hmm. it's that without a scary final performance with (laughs) 100 1000 people watching you or whatever. Yeah, we never That's have it. an
0: audience really <laughs> that we
1: see anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah.
0: We do. I guess when we're making video games billions of people see us, but we don't have that immediate audience like you do in theater even though it is very theatrical based in I would say it's 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 very much like shooting TV and film, but it's also very much like shooting theater in the round um so so how did you discover performance capture and how did you get into it what was your first gig
1: um i do actually like telling this story i think it's quite fun so it was it was many years ago it was the start of 2010 and my agent had just given my cv to a studio called centroid studios centroid 3d they're based at pinewood um and had given them my CV going, you know, she's a physical actress. I did a degree in acting and stage combat. So I enjoyed all of that. I had a background in gym- gymnastics and uh, had given my CV over. And apparently, a director for a game contacted Centroid and said, We need an actress. We don't have time for a casting. Have you got people that you've used before? And he sent over two CVs. And one of them was mine, one of them was another actress. And apparently, the director said, "I want her. She's been at Shakespeare's Globe, and that was it. I got the job. Wow. And that game wow. was—it was the first demo of a game which ended up being Until Dawn, which it's wow. released, however many years finally later. It's so and interesting, one isn't it?
0: How all—I mean, I do—I do feel like this is a common theme that a lot of us are just—we just fall into it, and then it yes. becomes a lot of our
1: work." Um, I, And Uh, and I think across the entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. um, across the acting industry, people tend to fall into a job. You know, we can say, oh, I'd love to do some telly, but it's only when you get that opportunity Mm -hmm. and then it happens. And then someone maybe picks up and goes, oh, you were really good in that. Let me give you another job. And it's lives are based on right place, right time. Um, Yes. yes. No, it's. uh...
0: It's a very fateful path and and performance capture. Who would, have, who would have ever said when they were a little girl, well, I didn't know anything about it, but I liked running around. I liked doing sport. I liked acting and singing and dancing and those things, and then they all came together with performance capture. So yeah. what is your favorite thing about mocap? You've talked about playtime. You've talked about, um, you know, um, there not being any restrictions, but mm-hmm. what, would, what would be your favorite thing? And
1: also, you know, what's your favorite thing when you're casting people too? Oh, my My, my favourite thing when I was a performer was definitely um, having the opportunity to portray characters that I knew that I'd never be cast as elsewhere in film, TV or theatre. I could be in one week for one project, I could be an alien, a monster, an old woman and a 50 stone Russian guy. Like, <laughs> And you just... So you, you it stretches all of your muscles as an actor. Um, you have to think out of the box. You have to take direction so quickly. You have to be so flexible with your creativity. And that's what I loved. And that totally leads into now casting. When I get, I've got such a wonderful job because on the whole, I see people audition people and talk to them about mocap and see that little light in their eyes go yeah this is cool i want to do this and then on those occasional jobs which are wonderful where i then take that cast and i work with them as a coordinator on shoot throughout the project i literally get to fall see people fall in love with mocap as i did 10 years ago
0: yeah
1: and that's amazing and that's lovely and to see someone go lose their inhibitions, get used to the lycra, forget they've got markers all over themselves (laughs) and just go, yeah, you're right. This is a fun job. Um, That's just great. (laughs) (laughs) It really really
0: is magical um, discovering that. I I know when I teach some of my workshops and uh, they come in, what is performance capture? And they've taken the energy and the time and the money to invest in educating themselves. And by the time we finished after three or four hours, they have this grasp and they're so excited and, oh my goodness, I know what it is now. I I understand what I need to do.
1: And um, it's so exciting. It's so exciting because also it's so new. Mm-hmm. We don't know where this technology is going to lead us in terms of not only just video games, but in entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. And that's so exciting. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything else in the industry like it. And, there's, and
0: the flexibility about. and the, the scope of this is I don't know, endless. There's there's so many possibilities, which is like you say, you could play a Russian guy. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I wanna see that performance. Oh, I wanna oh, see that. You. Okay, good job. Yeah. Um so tell us an experience that you enjoyed on the motion capture stage. Is there something specifically that maybe it was funny or maybe it was you know, you talked about your first oh, experience, your first gig but
1: there's there's been There's been been many. I mean, I'm so lucky. There was a cool group of us in the UK that did, that seemed to get all the motion capture work, and we worked together so often. And that meant more often than not, I was working with my best friend, Amanda, um, (laughs) our friends, Ollie, Gareth, and Neil, and sometimes also my husband, Josh, you know? (laughs) So I was like, literally, just that was my job having fun with my mates and playing and performing so that was nuts but then there's things that always tickled me which are unique to mocap and that's when there's moments like I was doing a really intense scene with um a fellow actor Ollie Hollis um and he leant down on the side of a chair
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and I'm looking at him and I just go that's not there, and I whisper it to him, because he's lent on a piece of set that's not actually there in the digital environment, (laughs) and he then just, like, lost it, and I just, yeah, it was just really funny, because I tried to, like, keep it really calm, and just, like, try and get him out of that hole, but I did it in such a weird way, just whispering, that's not there, (laughs) that was it. And then for the whole of Until Dawn, we had to use little buckets as if they were lanterns. Mm. But then, of course, more often than not, they haven't bothered putting a table where there would be a table in the digital environment Mm -hmm. where you're going to put that down. So you end up just like walking around and dropping stuff midair and carrying on as usual. It's the same as when in motion capture, when you put anything in a pocket, you don't have a costume with a pocket. So you've got like a phone prop and you end up just tucking it down your like touching your bum with it and then dropping it on the floor <laughs> there's someone running around like picking up all these props that we're just basically lobbing around the floor um and that I there was one day where you know when you just get tickled and that's it you've lost it and we yeah. were dropping this lantern just constantly as if we were putting it on tables and for whatever reason I found it the funniest thing ever <laughs> and I and that was it I lost it and I, it took me so long and of course You can tell that you're giggling in motion capture. Just my shoulders were like jiggling up and
0: down. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very forgiving with those lycra suits. No. no. (laughs) Every body part jiggles and moves if (laughs) if it's not coordinated. Um, So that's great. Actually, that's that's a cool thing that you bring up about props, um, mm-hmm. I remember doing that with Assassin's Creed and Horizon Zero Dawn, and you, yeah, you just have these weapons and they just throw on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't need them anymore. I holster
1: that gun. No they way call way.
0: it the magic pocket as well. Just yeah. put it in your magic, magic pocket, so your magic yeah. pocket just falls on the floor.
1: <laughs> and the magic pockets normally the back pocket because the back pocket means that they don't have to animate it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they don't have to make that going in because yeah. that's that would make an animator cry. Business like that.
0: I um I do some coaching as well with performance capture actors for their auditions and and talk to them about that and and it really is I find I don't know what about how about you but uh, when they're preparing for a, a performance capture audition to have the animators in mind a little bit I mean mostly it has to be about truth and connection to the character but yes. you know actions that are given in the in the script. Are important? Do you feel in performance capture because the the animators and the writers have worked together to, to have a vision of what they would like to animate?
1: Absolutely. I think I think it's um, I think that's a really nice thing. If you have the opportunity to talk to somebody like yourself before an audition mm-hmm. to get those sorts of things in your head would be wonderful. But for an everyday actor, what I would say is, if I've given you a script and you're coming to read for me. Don't try and fill your head with too many things. when you, Especially if you've not done performance capture before or maybe you've just done a workshop or two, mm-hmm. try not to second guess what we're looking for
0: mm-hmm.
1: because what's more important for me is the performance and the character. And if I think you can play the character, I also think that you um, will take to motion capture, performance capture as a medium, then I will worry about all well, that performance capture business or the technical business mm-hmm. once we're on shoot or in rehearsals i'll say you know don't fold your arms and hold and hide your hand markers mm-hmm. um you know I- i'll go over those sorts of stuff with you um but if you have the opportunity to workshop something with someone like yourself then of course it's going to it's going to look great to someone like me in the room being like Hang on, <laughs> this is a polished performance. This person knows what they're talking about. They understand the technology already. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of us, like I, I guess you did and I did as well.
0: We learn on the job. Um yes. we learn. We went both went to drama school, and I mm-hmm. always say to people, you know, I only teach an introduction class because I think after that, you know, it. I can't teach you to act. It's. I just kind of teach you what's going to happen when you get there. What a yeah. T pose is, where the cameras are. The, you don't have to hit marks all the time or things like that just to unveil it. But essentially, what and what you say, and I am a big supporter of that, it's about the character. It's about the truth and the human connection. And if you have that and we believe you and you're invested in those circumstances and that environment, and yeah, that's that's where the ticket is. That's where we go. That's, that's the girl or that's the guy. Mm-hmm. Or the
1: monster. <laughs> or or the, the monster or the creature.
0: creature. Anything or the Russian guy?
1: You can get human connection. Like you can, you can create something that an audience can relate to, whether they're a standard human or not. Okay, so tell me about this. How do you cast a creature,
0: Elias Tufexis, who um, we talked about? um, He was another guy on the podcast. He's an actor, he's done Assassin's Creed, did a lot of TV and film. He did performance capture for um, a character called The Hybrid in the sci-fi show The Expanse. How oh, cool. Did, I mean, they they knew him because he was a, ca- a human character on the show too. So then yeah. he could hide in this character. But how would you yeah. cast a creature? I mean, how do did, how did you even start
1: with that? Honest, honestly, it's so dependent on the job mm-hmm. and... It's About having that conversation with the um, production team, with the game designer, with um, the game director and producers, etc., and saying, Okay, what sort of movement style, and locking into their language so how they are describing this character, this creature, and uh, translating that into performance style. So, um for example, oh well, we we need this sort of creature, and and they're being dragged along like this. And I go, okay, well, if you want someone that can whip their leg around their head, we need a contortionist. <laughs> so <even laughs> people with specific skills, um, and there are people that are that are brilliant animal performers, you know, ape performers, etc. Or do creature work. Um, how, however, I would always cast the net wider and look for people. With spe- with the with the specific physical skills I'm looking for, whether that is contortion gymnastics, um, uh, puppetry, physical theatre, something like that, mm-hmm. um, that is specific to that character. But it's all about um, it's about working out what exactly the production needs, and translating that into performance, yeah. and seeing what we can do. And more often than not, throwing a wild card in. That's so amazing. Just to
0: hear this side of it is so exciting for people. I'm so excited for people to listen to this podcast and, uh-huh. and to get this, I mean, insight knowledge from you and your experience. It, it really is amazing. So what advice would you give to other people listening that want to get into a similar field of performance capture? Perhaps they want to be an actress like you've done. And uh-huh. also just, just give us a little brief on, you did a lot of motion capture compared to performance capture just yeah. explain what that is for people as well because i want them to know that there's work in that side of things as well as for performance capture and i know yeah. a lot of things are moving towards that but let's go with advice for that and also advice yeah. um if they would like to do
1: casting or they you know how yeah. how do they do that um so mo- the the difference between motion capture and performance capture um we do blanket term it all as performance capture so that might be confusing but uh motion capture specifically is body only capture so that's when we're not recording your voice or your facial expressions as you do the performance so you've got a hat on your head you've got hands with gloves on um all with markers on but we're capturing the movement of your body and the technology is so amazing now we literally pick up every nuance every element of breath and breath is genuinely the thing that i look for in a performer because as soon as there is utter stillness with an avatar that they they no longer live they no longer exist there needs to be a breath that the audience can see and connect with and that's what gives the character life it's the same as grounding i had a conversation where somebody said uh oh it was at the event when when we were chatting and we were on that panel and someone said don't you think it's all just going to be taken over by ma- by machines by technology and I said no because there's there's something real and tangible with breath and grounding that an actor can give that's real um that you can't fake you a computer can't do an animator an artist as brilliant and as clever as they are they can't give that uh to a character i don't believe <laughs> um but yeah that sort that that leads really nicely onto what i think a motion capture actor or performance capture actor should be or or, or could an actor could do um, work on your physicality keep keep interested, keep training, keep workshopping, stay, if you've got a physical skill, whether that's stage combat or a martial art or dance or gymnastics or anything, just keep that going. If you enjoy physical theatre, keep workshopping that, um, keep learning from other people, keep playing. Um, and, and, and watch stuff, you know, watch video game playthroughs. So you get an understanding of, of the differences between those cinematics and uh, and then maybe think to yourself, oh, well, how did they do all the walk cycles, etc., and see if you can grasp an understanding of that if you've got an interest in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favourite thing is always still, which I think is what probably preceded me moving into casting, is I really like watching people's walks. <laughs> I think people have fascinating walks, and I'll I'll walk down the road and I'll see someone. I'll be like, they walk exactly like my friend, or like, and I can pick people's walks, and I love seeing people with interesting walks or a really neutral walk, and I go, I could put you in a video game, or like, you know, and and that's interesting when you start to open your eyes to the physicality of just the world. Mm-hmm. That's really great, and so if you're physically aware, not just about yourself but about others around you, then I think that lends itself really beautifully to performance capture. That's really great advice. I love that. And there's different advice than what we've had before.
0: So I really like your perspective on that. And um, again, yeah, hone the skills that you have, be the best that you can be at those skills and be observant of life. And I think as an actor, we have to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much. So just before we finish, we've got some awesome swag from our sponsor, Vicon. We have T-shirts and pens and notepads and sunglasses. Um, so I just want to say follow us on social media at the Performance Capture Podcast. i am be doing some giveaways, so get involved in the social media to get your chance to win that stuff. Um, Jessica, how can we find you on social media? How do we find you and follow
1: your journey? I'm on Twitter. Um, at Jessica J. Casting. Fantastic. And my logo is like a load of performance captured dots. So I really like it. Oh, look at that. It's really? <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: Well, thank you so, so much for talking to us today. I am thrilled to have you as part of this podcast. Um, you're a human being that is amazing and a good person, but also a hugely talented actress and one of the first and f- forefront casting directors (laughs) in this amazing medium so i hope our friendship and our work together as colleagues uh, continues for many many years because i'm i'm really excited about your career same
1: thank you so much (laughs) thank you for having me
0: no problem thanks so much thank you this recording was done by formosa interactive a full-service post-production sound company Among its many divisions, Formosa Group as a whole offers independent and AAA content creators end-to-end services, including voiceover, sound supervision, sound design, editorial, mixing and music for gaming, film, broadcast and other platforms. Visit www.formosagroup.com for more information.